Merry Christmas. Sorry, I just burped up the knob creep. Merry Christmas. Phil, Phil has went and purchased some very good uh, knob creek. This is uh, yeah, what we got. Knob Creek, the uh, old-fashioned one there. Uh, I'm a big fan of old fashions. If you've ever hung around me, you know that. Yeah. Everybody don't be making them right, though. You know, that is bourbon, whiskey, and bitters, basically. Well, that, that's what you get every time we go by uh, New York. Um, yeah, well, certain York. places just they make them right and they're good. So yeah, you know, yeah, New York Comedy Club that is a specialty that I do there every time. But I'm a comic; they might not do it the same for you. They might you, like you get the the, we, the well liquor, sir. You're gonna get whatever the hell we give you, and you're gonna be happy with that. <laughs> oh, but <before, laughs> nah, shouts out to everybody yeah. at New York Comedy Club. Uh, the whole there. staff there. I'm there a couple days next week, so keep up with my social media or whatever you'll Where see can that. they find your social media? Uh, at I am Phil Hunt, per usual, folks. Uh, yeah, we're, we're back doing shows. Finally starting to feel like a comedian again. Yeah. And boom, COVID spiking. Yes. Uh, so I just, before we uh, get too deep, I just want to say to everybody, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Um, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. Uh, what's the one on Seinfeld? Uh, Festivus. You ce- There's people celebrating Festivus. Never heard and, of that and, one. You people are crazy. It was from Jerry Seinfeld's show. My <laughs> father made up a, a holiday that he used to celebrate when George was a kid, where there'd be f- different festivist events like feats of strength. And, well, to be fair, every holiday is made up mostly, so it is what it is. Uh, so that is a, that is <laughs> what. I don't know what do you call that. Not, not pessimism, but it's something. It's like, well, we are, every holiday is made no, up. No, it's like, every holiday is made up. It's like they be saying about Easter, where it's like, well, technically Jesus's birthday is, you know. Well, it's weird how Easter got to what it is now so, because technically Easter was the re- when Christ came back to life. So everything is technically. So then it's like, well, yeah, and then you know, I think it, even when one of them says, you know, technically the Sunday is not even on their calendar, so it's like. Mind blown every holiday. I feel like now. you'd be the guy that when a kid found five dollars under the pillow after losing <laughs> their tooth, you'd be like, You believe in a tooth fairy? Well, I mean, you know, technically, you know, that's made up, right? I mean, I wouldn't do that As to a kid. kid but, the kid but, started looking at parents, I knew you could give me more money than that. I only got 50 cents last year. But to anybody that's over 10, hey, we got to go ahead and pop that bubble home, boy. That ain't what it is. Would you, you be the one to do that? Like so a grown person be like, nah, I still not believe in Santa. No, no, like a grown said, person, a grown up. Or you, for, grown up's like, yeah, I believe in Santa and what he stands for. You'd be like, well, you know, technically, you know, Santa's not real. You know Santa's not real, right? Okay, I can see you Santa. Okay, I just want to make sure you know yeah, Santa's not yeah. because you sound like you still believe Santa Claus. And I mean, you know, yeah, I I do that. And this year, you you got to check Santa's Vax card before he slide down your chimney. For real, put a mask on, Santa. You ain't coming down here with no Not unmasked. I I feel like by just judging by his race and his body type, that Santa is definitely an (laughs) anti-vaxxer. He got that InfoWars, Fox News kind of body. 
No, but true though, he don't be wearing a mask and be around all them elves. So you it know be what the I'm people that's the least healthy yeah. that want to take these health risks. Mm-hmm. I ain't wearing no mask. Uh, you look like you have trouble breathing without COVID. Yeah, he used to laugh like us, then his weight got the best of him. That's why he laughs whole, whole, whole. <laughs> pass him his, pass Santa his asthma pump. Where's his Yo, what are your? Uh, I mean, you you know you. Being from New York, me being from Indiana and Georgia or wherever else I'm from. Six what are your uh, What are your Christmas traditions? What do you do? What do you like to do? I'll be honest, my family we don't have a ton of traditions. The only one we do is like my mother likes playing soulful Christmas music or parang. Oh, always. And what is parang is um is basically it's a it's a it's a Trinidadian uh, music thing that most people only play around Christmas time. Okay. It's got a very distinct sound. A lot of Indian people dig it. My mother grew up listening, so she plays Parang around the house and like Motown Christmas. That's her thing. Okay, Motown. There we go. Yeah, and then we, we trim the tree and, you know, that's that's pretty much it. We don't have like, a you know, any specific thing we really okay, follow. so there's a little bit of West Indian kind yeah. of music that they play yeah, for yeah, Christmas. Parang. I'm go look, curious go, what those songs sound Go like. look up Calypso Rose. That's that's who she plays every year, Calypso okay. Rose. Calypso and, Rose. Yeah. I so, have to check that out. That's interesting, man. It's different. Because for me, it's the same every year, right? So we let's, let's make sure we agree on this, and I think most black households would agree. The best Christmas song is This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. I think we all can yep. agree on that. Yeah. It's the perfect amount of ba-da, soul ba-da, on there. Ba-da-da. He didn't swag it up too much. Hang up the mistletoe. Yeah, you yeah, know that, what it is. That yeah. voice is comforting, David. That voice yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. feel like a warm blanket it's wrapped Christmas. around you for the holidays. Everybody's at the door with like gifts in their hand, you know. What's the second best Christmas song? Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas All is All I Want for Christmas. I, and is I hate good. that song so much, but I love it at the same I time. I like her doing Santa baby, but but I seen her performing on yeah. TV live. Oh man, shoot that yeah. skirt. Which let's talk about Santa Baby. Talk let's, about let's it. be real. Yeah. That is the nastiest Christmas song. It is. I'll give you that. Hurry down my chimney tonight. <laughs> which we'd only like take that kind of shit from a woman. <laughs> like if a if a dude was just in the mall like, get up on my chimney tonight, people would be like, oh hey, hell he, no. So so those of you listening to Phil and saying He's wrong. Let me just give you an example, not Christmas related. So I you know that's a metaphor, right? It is. It is. I Hurry down my chimney. Yeah, I know. The chimney between her legs. Uh, as long as it's a clean chimney, we don't want Santa <laughs> coming out with dirt. So, hey, <laughs> we, we don't discriminate here. Oh, no, 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 Dirty chimneys as well. All yeah, chimneys yeah. need a little cleaning. Yeah, every every chimney. A you little know. cleaning and in between. Yeah, get some of the smoking cobwebs out of there. There you go. Something. I don't. We don't discriminate. So some of you might not agree with what Phil is saying, but he's not wrong. Women do get a lot of leeway. Watching Family Feud, great show. Steve Harvey has really reinvented it. Yeah. But you look at the the questions they ask, and like some of the guys, you know, it's it's a gotcha question. It was like. What's one feature you would change about your wife if you could? And any answer they give, no matter what it was, Steve is like, you a whole fool. What you doing? Your wife is standing right there. <laughs> you couldn't think of something better else? You, you about to be divorced, right? Now, yes. flip it on the wife. Oh, what's something that you would change about your husband? I don't know. The women are giving all these crazy answers like, oh, his, his wee-wee and all this other stuff. Steve <laughs> comes over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not getting a job, so it's his fault. You're not getting a job done at home. Why does your wife want to do this? So 
These women are saying wild, crazy stuff about their husbands. And it's just okay. Right. But when the man says something that's real, like, oh, uh, what would you do? Her mustache. And right. then people are like, oh, oh my God. Come on. How could you say that about her? Well, what even defines a mustache? How much hair? Is it three hairs, four, five? If you got a matching chest. At what set, point does yeah. it go from just hair above the lip to mm-hmm. mustache? <laughs> I'd say eight or more hairs. I'd say if it's visible, like if I can look at it and say, ah, you got a five o'clock shadow, it's time to. Yeah, but eight hairs, that's not a lot. That's not a lot, but it's. And if the girl's light skin, we already know, they're, they're more visible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And darker women, they'll hide that a little better, right? Mm-hmm. But more than eight, that's a mustache, baby. You ever see? You need wo- to register that thing at the DMV. You ever seen? A- <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. We just need to know who got one out here. Yeah. You ever seen a woman with chest hair? That throws me off. Nah, I've seen a woman with chest hair. Never seen that. I've seen it. Older women mm. thing of chest hair. I'm just like, you got That's more. You got more hair in your chest than I do. Mm. What's your se- <laughs> What's your secret? Oh yeah, that's interesting. But anyway, that's my point. Don't come at Phil because the reality is that the women do get a little bit more of a pass to make fun of men than men get to make fun of women. So we never answered the question. Second best Christmas song, what right? So I, I said it was you Mariah, said Mariah Carey. Well, yeah. All right, what's the third on your list? Let's go to your top five, my top five. Okay, uh, the next one I like was um, uh, honestly because I grew up listening to Motown Christmas because of my mother. Uh, uh, the Four Tops, Silent Night. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good pick. Silent then, Night's uh, good. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's a good one. And then always, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. That's you know, that's a that's standard. A good one. Standard. The original, not the not the soulful. Just we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's like that's a good feeling. Honestly, even despite all the stuff we're going on, if I hear any of those five songs, it will put me in a good mood. Like, I got to do something nice for someone, mm-hmm. you know, like I paid for somebody's groceries and I, it, it just, it wasn't it, every month. And this, you do this if you want to every month, I'll take one. I called it one rack and rack stands for random act of kindness. And I randomly was like, you know, I was in a good place. Some good things have been happening. Random acts of kindness. That's good, man. I just do it. It's for me. It's not for nobody else. You see people putting on Instagram. They doing nice stuff. I just do it for me because I like doing nice things for people. That's good. Let's be real. It's not for you, though. It's for when you get to heaven, you go, racks? Come on, that's Hey, I got me. like 16 you racks. You got to be like, I don't know. You might have to go downstairs, bro. <laughs> you get in the elevator. God, like, take the elevator. You get in the elevator. It's only nah. a button that goes down. I There's think, not one that goes up. And I, you're like, oh, man. I, and you be like, racks? Remember nah. random acts of kindness? I, I, that's honestly, me. I honestly think people should do that. Because, look, when you're motivated, you're led by the spirit. Do something nice. This one lady was there. She had all these groceries. She had a bunch of kids with her. And I said, you know what? I said to the cashier, I said, you know what? I don't care what her thing is. Oh, wow. I'm going to pay for it. Oh, wow. You doing that? Yeah, it's cool. I, I had I had an EBT card, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. You just, you said it's on the government. Yeah, the government it's pays on your for mind, baby. Yeah, I'm not ashamed. Listen, I'm not ashamed to say it because guess what? I, I'm a, a working actor, and a you know, working actor, you don't... You don't get... At, you know, I don't know what so, people thought it so was. So wax but, with racks. Working actors... This, oh, there's a ton of a listen, on there. I this, made that up. 
There's a ton of actors on public assistance. You just don't know about hey, it. Hey, I'm not a, it is what it is. I ain't calling out nobody. I'll just tell you my business. So the SAG card gets you some EBT. There I'm going to have go. to try to get one of them SAG cards. Come on and apply, man. You make X amount of dollars, you can apply for it. It's Listen, it, nice. it's, it's reality. But I, I, we don't, I don't use it all, so I felt good. I was like, you know what? Whatever she, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just That's pay for nice that. Of you, man. I was, was I'll, I'll say, uh, she started, she started crying, which I was like, oh, started crying. Yeah, don't cry, don't cry. Oh, Christ. I was yeah, like, come on, yeah, that's just, a lot. I was hoping for a high five. Ah, thanks, man. Just, you should at least write our number on the back of the receipt. I didn't want. Here you I, go, brother. Hilarious. Here you go. Here's, here's what you really want. That's what you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just a warning up front. I have uh, seven hairs above my lip, so technically, it doesn't qualify as a mustache, and I have chest hair. Hilarious. Yeah. But it's only six hairs on my chest. I yeah. can't remember. I think people should do random. If you're motivated, do something nice for someone. Like I don't really be spending giving people money in the street like the bums. I just do yeah, hold some things wanna, for people. Be the change you want to see in the world. I believe in karma. It sounds crazy, but I believe in you do good, good gonna come back. Definitely. To you. So be the, just and be the change you want to see. You don't in know the who world, you helping you know? out. I you know. But yeah, so you speak on things and they're very macro, meaning bigger. And then it's like, what about the micro? What about yeah, just tipping the person at Starbucks. That that's that also random. Yep, yep. I do the same thing. I, what about yeah. just doing that? Here, here's an extra ten bucks. Oh, you, you make a mistake? No, no. That Merry Christmas. That's right, for you. That's for you. Now, what? Which what, there was a lady. Did you hear about the lady in Alabama that like she got a large tip? There's people that do that all the time. Here, I'll pull that up and we'll maybe talk about this. She got an extra large tip, and they told her she had to split it. I did see that. And it was just like, she goes, she said, we don't usually split tips. And they wound up firing her. And I go, y'all got to stop, you know, preaching these uh, mixed narratives or mixed messages of, you know, these are supposed to be our heroes. And mm-hmm. here in New York, we clapped at seven o'clock every day for our essential workers, which especially the nurses. And now it's coming down to, oh, get vaccinated or you'll get fired. And you go, wait, y'all just said the hospitals are understaffed. So <laughs> how are you firing people? That's why you're understaffed. They were, they were firing the healthcare workers. And they're overworked. And it's like, nah, you, we've been said they're heroes. We acknowledge them as such. And, I, and that's where I'm staying. If you work through this pandemic unvaccinated this entire time, and especially the nurses because they work in close proximity with, mm-hmm. I'm on your side of like, yeah, you know, if every day a nurse went to that hospital, you know, in March of what, 2019, 2019, 2020, 2020 and worked, you know, 14 hour they were, shifts. They were flying people in from 14 hour shifts. Y'all might have forgotten this. They were flying other nurses in from other states to help support With COVID yeah. patients. Then you should be able to opt out. Now, everybody else. Hey. You know, you're bound pretty much by your state laws, which no. you see even Kyrie Irving got out of that. Yeah, because the, the Brooklyn Nets are down all these players and they got nobody else to play. Uh, before we get too far into that, Phil, your top five Christmas songs. Top five Christmas songs. Okay, so we established Donny Hathaway mm-hmm. is the GOAT. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, I think I'm going to go unconventional with TLC. Sleigh Ride. Have great. a very Merry Christmas. And, and the happy, happy New Year. So it covers the whole week. TLC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. I forgot about that. Uh, 
Three. Still, still don't beat my top five. Go ahead. Boys to Men, Let It Snow. Is can I sneak that in there? I don't know, man. Because it's, it's very winter. Let it snow is winterish. Well, they only sing it on Christmas around Christmas, right? Because it's winterish, and Christmas is in winter. That don't make, but that gives you the. So the, does that not qualify it? I don't know. That hearing that song don't make me feel like Christmas. It's just That's like, like that argument about Die Hard. That uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Because the Christmas hat yeah. and like the snow involved. But I just say that let it snow doesn't remind me of Christmas. It reminds me how let fucking snow, cold it is outside. Winter and Christmas is in winter. So I that's what I'm going with in third place. Fourth, I'm gonna go unconventional again. A lot of people don't know that Outcast Players Ball is a Christmas song. Oh, all right, bro. I'm gonna stop. No, right hold on, listen. Stop, stop, stop. I CC that girl that I'd CC round town. Not like, that one. No, that's International Players Anthem. Oh, we wait, talking wait. Players Ball, okay. which is actually they got too out. many songs. It's either player. their first single or second, but I believe it's the first. What had happened was mm-hmm. there was a Christmas album that. LaFace was supposed to be doing. They were on LaFace, uh, L.A. Reed, which actually, TLC he was, was on LaFace right, at on. that time, early 90s. Hey, give me the first few bars, because I know that no, song. No, no, no. Me... But I'm going to give you this one. Something about, can't ask, I done made it another year, can't ask for nothing much more. And he says something about the new year is finally here. And you go, it is there. Players Ball was meant to be a Christmas. Go, it's like, supposed to be on a Christmas album, Players Ball. All the players came from far and wide. Yeah, yeah okay. Now, okay, that's the one. I know that one. supposed to be a Christmas song. You know, when I first heard that song, I was watching uh, Black Girls Gone Wild, and I heard that song come on, and it was in Miami. That's why I don't think it's a Christmas song. <laughs> I was like, it was, I was like, huh? Uh, well, the players, that's a Chris. I gotta read this. All the that. players came. That's from far and wide. I get all that, but that's your top Where five. Frozen bread. Listen, no, that's I lived song. in Georgia at that time when that song came out, so that might have something to do with it, too. I was technically an AT alien or whatever. Well, I didn't live in Atlanta, but I lived in Georgia, so it was close enough. But that's three. Wow. They do say they made it another year. Can't wait for nothing much more. And it is. It was supposed to be on a Christmas. Album. I gotta so go it's back. Kind of unofficial. I'm gonna go back and listen to it because I can't believe that song where the girls was twerking and taking their tops off. What would I go song. with for the fifth one? Wait, for that was that's only three. That's only four. Four. I what? said Donnie Donny Hathaway. Hathaway TLC, TLC. Boys to Men. Boys okay, to Outcast. Outcast. Okay. Number five. Go ahead. Number five, I would just take any Christmas standard. All those standards are good. Like you were saying, Silent yeah. Night, Done by Anybody, Anybody's Christmas Album, which I love the internet jokes and internet memes of. Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 made all these Christmas songs, and they were Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they did. They did, yeah. Barry uh, Gordy knew what sold. That's going back to your uh, Motown Christmas songs of. yeah. Y'all gonna get in here. I don't give a damn whether you say church or kingdom sing hall. Sing the words on this paper, yeah. You gonna sing these Rudolph, words on this paper. Temptations had a great song called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They, they sold it up, you know. But we all can agree. The saddest Christmas song is Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. Nope, disagree. No? Go ahead, make your point. You but got I, something worse than that. I do, I do. She forgot to take her medication. You go, no. Grandma's on meds? no. The worst Christmas song is the one that broke up the family. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus 
And all the kids were like, pretty bad. That was the Jackson 5. And Michael was like, I knew, I knew what I saw. And everyone was like, shut up, Mike, you lying. You ain't seen Mom Kisses that close. You didn't even see him. He's like, no, I did. I swear, guys. Yeah. And that shit was like a little bit of snitching. It broke up the family. Definitely snitching. She was making out under the mistletoe. Daddy didn't even see. I was looking for my daddy and he didn't know about it. And all the kids were like, you just trying to break up the family. Shut up, Mike. That's a pretty bad one. That's right. That's but, but grandma, I think grandma got ran over by reindeers worse. Grandma got run over by reindeer. All the little kids went shocked. No more Christmas singing. Christmas and no grandma more. got ran over by reindeer. She forgot to take her medication. Yeah, she's leaving home. You let grandma walk home by herself in the grandmas snow. can't walk. Good. It's winter. It's cold. It's nighttime. I know they got that hip. And you said she forgot to take a medication. So she didn't and know no how to one get, grandma ride. She didn't know how to get back home. Sound like y'all didn't give a fuck about grandma. At all. At all. Who's gonna make the Christmas pie? Bam! There it is. What's your favorite Christmas dish? Christmas dish? Yes, come on. Ah, that's hard to say because Christmas, I feel like it's almost a repeat of Thanksgiving with the meal. Slightly meals. with some changes. Little tweaks. What's the little tweak for less, y'all? There's less focus on the meats and it's more of an overall. On the toys and, yeah, the, yeah, and, yeah. and the kids and yeah. the games. So yeah. The food, food. But the food kind of is like a um, lesser version of Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's no focus on turkey. But the main characters there's are in there. Chicken the turkey, the ham, yeah. the chicken maybe a little. But for you me. You feel like chicken's almost illegal at Thanksgiving. For me, so I only You can made, bring it in for Thanks for Christmas. For me, the only thing I make on Christmas I don't do anytime is my peach cobbler. I you went make to, a mean peach cobbler? Dog, I went to Georgia and I ate at Gladys Knight's restaurant before they shut it down. Gladys I had this Knight. I had this before peach. They shut it down. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it was COVID or health violations. Nah, was or diabetes violations. I wish you put too much sugar in them pies. I wish we that love was you, Gladys. I but, wish that was but we ain't the pips. Nah, she had a she had a somebody working there that was running like some kind of uh, guns and drugs out of the back. Oh, come on, what she, y'all doing? She didn't know that she got her shut down. I'm well, telling me, Barry Gordy. Phil, I had some peach cobbler there, and I had it was so good I had to look it up online in the instructions to make this peach cobbler. I was like, this. I, I remember that day because I saw it Vander Holyfield too. Oh, Holyfield. And I was like, yo, this is kismet, and I found the peach cobbler. And now I can make it without the recipe. Mm. Peach cobbler is what I make. On the holidays, I skip the fruit cakes and all that other stuff because that's a, that's a West Indian thing. Black West Indians they make black cake, uh, fruit cake, and they okay. give it to people as gifts. Which you know, rum cake that's another <laughs> West Indian thing on Christmas. They put it's You might actually like it. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna rum get you. Some, I'm gonna bring you some rum cake. You might like it because it's got alcohol in it and it's cake. Right, man. Oh, black they got cake. Alcohol chips. I would eat those. So the hard pass alcohol on that. Alcohol cake. I'll take it. Carbs and liquor. No thanks. I'll try it. Oh, you on your health shit? Yeah, I'm trying. But you, you like? I'm gonna bring you some black cake and see if you like it. Perhaps you know. You like black. you like rum? Yeah, it's got some good liquor in there. I can't hate on it. That cake soak. It soaks in in the liquor and they give it to people. West Indians. So it's serious business, I see. I'm going to get you some black cake. In the West Indian community. I, I can't believe they let Grandma walk home alone. Not by herself, yeah. <laughs> what if they combine those songs? Grandma got ran over by a reindeer after kissing Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Santa- so that would be like jealousy. The reindeer was jealous. Grandma was kissing Santa. But both of those songs are horrible. You're right. They we might have to do top five worst Christmas songs. I will, I will, I will agree. Let's do top five Worst Christmas songs ever. And y'all hit us up and y'all let us know what y'all think if there's something we leaving out. Yeah, please uh, tag us on social media 
You can follow me, Avery Mason Official, on Instagram and the Avery Mason on Twitter. And let us know your favorites you know, as well if there's something we ain't up on. Yeah. If uh, Shabba Ranks did a Christmas album and you enjoy that, send you, us that track. You know, Cameron did a Christmas album. Cameron did a Christmas album. He did a Christmas album. album and Christmas in the ghetto. <laughs> you know what we didn't mention was Run DMC. And I, I love oh, that song. Oh, that's the great one. I love that song. You know? That's a great one. You know what I'm saying? Um, I left the bag and the dough is for me. That is a great one. Run DMC. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking rice and collard greens. There like you that, go. That's, that's it right there. You said them rhymes and some Adidas appeared on your feet. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got on the dookie rope. That was Nah, nice. we forget some of those. You know another one? Which I'm going to go with number five. We're going to fill it in. Santa Claus coming straight to the ghetto. Snoop James Dogg, Brown, Nate Dogg, oh, no, and them. Okay. James Brown did a song. Okay, so he probably did the original. Snoop yeah. Dogg, Nate Dogg did the cover. So Nate Dogg's doing the hook. Santa Claus, you know the Nate Dogg voice. Yeah, they said coming yeah. straight to the ghetto, and it's good. Snoop, badass. The whole dog pound is dead. Yeah, J- J- I, okay, I like that one, but I only say James Brown version is better because James was begging, saying, "Please, Santa." Please bring Christmas to the ghetto. This is other random um, Christmas song that I remember, but I just remember the dude from Onyx being like, Christmas time, if I wasn't a boy, I wouldn't have had nothing to play with. And I'm like, oh no, wait, he didn't get no toy. Nah, he <laughs> crack files. Uh, when the Onyx is rapping about Christmas, is, is crime involved. Yeah, so. Chalk. There's a lot of songs we forget. Mm. Some of them official, some of them unofficial. Hit us up and let us know. How about movies? Because a lot of people say next Friday, Friday after next is a Christmas movie. That is movie. a Christmas movie, yeah. Because it Christmas happens Christmas at Christmas movie. time. There's yeah. a few Santa hats. How many Santa hats make it a Christmas movie? Because uh, people be... argue for Die Hard yeah. and people argue for nah. Friday after next. Nah, it's... You got there's gotta be Santa has to appear in the movie somewhere at some point. <laughs> somewhere. Santa never appeared in Die Hard because Bruce Willis would have shot him out the sky. You know. Yippee right. Kaye! Bang 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 bang. It's um, there's a little Santa in Friday after next. Uh, my my Christmas movie favorites. Uh, a Christmas Story. Okay. That's one of my favorite Classics. movies where the, the kid, because he stands up to the bully at the end. Ah, ah, they had to pull him off. Yo, 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 <laughs> chill, chill. You send him home with a bloody nose. Christmas Story. Uh, Scrooge, with um, the one with Bill Murray. Okay. And uh, Groundhog Day, another Bill Murray uh, movie. One of my okay. favorite you like movies. like some Bill Murray movies? I'm going for Christmas time. That, that when movie. he in City Slickers. No, that was Billy, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Crystal. Billy Crystal. Mixing up Murray and Crystal. But those Christmas movies I can watch all the time. Um, The Wiz. It's not a Christmas movie per se, but it's that's something that yeah, I always, it feels adjacent. I, a lot of movies right. feel adjacent. It doesn't make you feel like Christmas, but right next to it. When we were kids, they would put us on for us to watch because we couldn't watch the stuff they they put on the Wiz. So. Right, the Wiz was a good one. Or even um, they need to do another one of those. And get, you know, they, they did Beyonce. They did, they did whatever live. NBC didn't go so well. Ah, okay. You you have to tell us about that and how it went. I'm curious as to who was in it. But yeah, that's. I could definitely see a remake of The Wiz. Let's say if I was to cast it, who would I put in The Wiz, the new one? Definitely I want Beyonce in that thing. I feel like, not that she is what Michael Jackson is, but she's that that woman version of that, of like just every woman kind of vibes that she presents 
you know, above the rest, the notch above the rest. Uh, Rihanna, probably, I put her in it. All right, at this point, I'm just making this sexy women that I'd like to see who also sing. <laughs> uh, who would I put it on the male side? Let's see here. You got the Tin Man. Hmm. So the Tin Man have to be somebody dumb or somebody that's perceived as dumb or ignorant because the Tin Man needed, didn't he need a brain or a heart? He need a brain or a heart. No, the Scarecrow needed the brain because that was Michael Jackson. And the Tin Man needed a heart. I, I cast Lil Boosie as the Tin Man. Uh, or maybe the Scarecrow because people would feel like he needs a brain. But I'm like, actually, he's right where he needs to be anyway. So Beyonce, we got Lil Boosie. Rihanna's in that thing. Who I want in it. I was trying to cast the Wiz here. That's okay. what I was working on. Uh, Avery. You said they casted the Wiz before? They, they did it live. Who was yeah. it? Well, the original, you know, Diana Ross, Michael Jackson. Uh, fuck is this guy's name? Uh, Nipsey, Nipsey Russell was in it. <laughs> Nipsey Russell was the Tin Man. Nipsey um, Russell. I can't remember the name of the guy who was the, the Cowardly Lion, but... Okay. Yo, they had some. That's funny, yeah, because I think Michael Jackson, Diana Ross was all I ever knew. Yeah. But it's all you need to know. Yeah. That's that's Jay Z and Beyonce being but in one movie. That song, that that um that the Wiz done by Motown had some hits in there, like song wise, like like he sang a song called "What Would I Do" that every rapper has sampled. That song got that song hit so hard. What what would I do okay. with, without no love? It's, 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 so I was trying to recast yeah. the Wiz right, so who's for going modern on? day. So I already threw Beyonce in there because I said she's, you know, she's on a female level of what Michael Jackson is or was. She's on the Janet Jackson level of. All right, so Beyonce is Beyonce, I already threw Rihanna in there. And then I had to say, wait, wait, Rihanna is just what? throwing sexy women that you like right, to well, see. No, there's space for both of them. So maybe Rihanna could be Dorothy mm-hmm. and Beyonce could be the, the good the good witch. The the mm-hmm. good witch. The good witch. I feel like Rihanna be a good villain. So she be, right, the, so witch. She be the wicked witch of the West. So then the Beyonce's in there somewhere. There's a good witch, right? Yeah, there's a good so Beyonce witch. be the godmother, and then give me the little Chloe Bailey. I, I like what she's doing on the internet. Why are you trying to find? Look, you can't include everybody. All you the nasty women. Everybody that's can't what I want. listen. Everybody can't find a part. All right, all you, the bad women. That's what. So I what? Want. What part is she gonna play? I don't know. So listen, you tell me. You got to get the parts. Got it. Boom. The good witch, bad witch, and then Dorothy. All right, so Rihanna's the bad witch. Okay. Beyonce's Glenda the good, the good witch. witch. And, and then, then maybe Chloe Bailey is, is Dorothy. Dorothy. Right. There you go. So then Scarecrow was Michael Jackson, right? Right. So who's who's the mm. Scarecrow? Chris Brown? That's a tough replacement. But who's... I'm from Indiana. Michael Jackson was from Indiana. That's a tough replacement. Separate, you got, we'll separate Mike from the role. Man, shit. Separate who's Mike. Scarecrow. Or somebody who's in that lane. Uh I said Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown makes it. I feel like that's almost too easy. So Usher, Chris Brown. Okay, Usher. That's really the only two you would have. All right. To Usher, Chris Brown, either or. And what about the Tin Man? Tin Man. I, I think I went off a, a little off script there and said I would put a little Boosie as a Tin Man. No. No? You got to have. I just sprinkle a little bit of the hood in there. No, you got to have a comedian. I would say Marlon okay. Wayans would be a good Tin Man. Hmm. 
Marlon Wayans, because he's that kind of like... Kevin Hart, that would be star-studded type vibe. And then... uh, Kevin Hart. Right. And they have to have a rapper, though. You got to bring that universe into the thing. All right, so... Whereas back then, it was more R&B-centric, you know? There wasn't a whole lot of rappers. When did they make that? 1980, 1979-ish? Yeah, yeah. So, there weren't a whole lot of rappers back then, but I feel like you got to bring that... the wizard, the wizard could be Drake. The Wizard of Oz could be Drake. Because he's <laughs> coming up with new stuff. Or Kanye, if we could get Kanye's Tin Man, that would be fun. Right? And then, like, the. Jay Z doesn't like the act, so I wouldn't say Jay. So the, I'm actually thankful for that, the, that Jay has never made me act. Pay, made me pay money to watch him act. The Evil Monkeys, any of them could be rappers. Lil Wayne could be an Evil Monkey. <laughs> I, right. Whatever you think the joke or the punchline is in there, that's on you. That's not on me. I just said, yeah, just you know, when you start saying people is fine monkeys and whatnot, it just gets into a weird space where you cast the people as flying monkeys. All right, let's good. make them white to just reverse that. All right, that so role. the All island, the, the island boy. There you go. I'm oh. just the island boy, or whatever. They look like two Kodak blacks. Ha! The two white boys, Kodak whites. Mm-hmm. The two white boys with the crazy hair. What is their actual names? The, I, I don't know. They 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 showed up at the uh, the, the Tyron Willie Jake Paul fight. People threw shit. Yeah, they I feel like it's Jake Paul's fault. All of this is. Jake Paul and what's the other white boy, Tom Hanks' son? Oh, Chet Hanks. Chet. All of this is their fault. Mm-hmm. That we got these two white boys now trolling around, imitating black Florida rappers with crazy hair, talking about they island boys. And you go, sir, what island gives you that tan? Mm-mm. The island, uh, Sunset Island in the mall. The caucus. I've heard of the caucus mountains, but never the caucus islands. (laughs) (laughs) Caucasian islands. Interesting. Whatever. Anyway. We got to finish casting. Paul. Okay. Fighting the fake fights. Do you think? By the way, did did we finish casting the Wiz? Are we good? I thought we did. I think we did. We got the main characters. We got Dorothy. We got the good Wiz, bad Wiz. We got... We got... Kanye being Tin Man, we mm-hmm. got Tin Man, Scarecrow, Boosie. and Cowardly Lion. Boosie scares people. Cowardly Lion. That's who we have to. Who we feel like's cowardly, or is like in that mold. I probably have to be another comedian. Mm. I said Kevin Hart for a Tin Man, didn't I? And I said Kanye for Scarecrow. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Scarecrow Kanye, wanted a brain. Scarecrow, super smart. So Kevin Hart is another, the Tin Man. Another comedian. As the uh, Cowardly Lion. Uh, Mike Epps? I might. Mike Epps. Yeah, that would be fun. Mike Epps, definitely. I might even throw you a wrench and just switch that up and go with Tiffany Haddish. I like her on screen. I do too. As a Cowardly Lion. Yeah, Cowardly Lion's not. That would be like a straight monkey wrench of like, yeah, what is that even? There was no gender called when when this was. So she could be the lion. The Cowardly Lioness. Yeah, Lioness, yeah. (laughs) That would be fun. Fun. I like her, yeah. Oh Might even have to put Tracy Ellis Ross in there because her mother played Dorothy. in the first one. That would be nice. Nice little legacy. Oh, it's good on screen. How about speaking of Tracy's? How about Tracy Morgan, Cavity Lion? That would be fun. Too. You you expect that. me to go up into that place where there's no lights? <laughs> yeah, I that's where that. Oz lives, my man. I'm not going that way. I'm going this way. You bugging right now? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he was the best to work with on set. Where, 
Sorry, y'all. We're giving this a little extra time because it's Christmas. It's probably going to be the last one we're going to record uh, until the new year. Wow. Yeah, for mm-hmm. a minute, so. Just till the new year, just because, you know, I got some things going on. So we're going to let this rock a little bit longer. But tr- I got a chance to work with Tracy Morgan when I did The Last OG. Nicest person to me. I know some people have had they, whatever they think they had to say. I had nothing but good things to say about Tracy Morgan. Comes on set, Phil. Ball of energy. Everybody's kind of just setting up, waiting for him and Tiffany to come. Wait, and he shows up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> All right, what we doing? What we doing? And he shook everybody's hand. How you doing today, big man? All right, good to see you, man. Yo, they fed hey. you. I know you hungry. They fed you. He's almost okay. too easy to impersonate. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Tracy's a good dude. Every okay. time I see Tracy, it's a good vibe. So. We we did the scene. I had a, it was a fight scene. We did it in front of him. He's like, oh, your restaurant looks for real, yo. Yo, you good? It look like he hit you for real, my G. Are you from Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm like 10 minutes. Oh, man, you from, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. But he was he was great. He was nice to me. And um, yeah, I, I hope I hope I get a chance to work with him again, honestly. But I think he that would be... That was when you worked on The Last OG? Yeah, season number one. It was season one season I did. Season one of yeah. Last OG. Okay, that's Last good. OG. He checked on you, made sure you ate. That's, mm-hmm. that's dope. He, came, he ate with everybody that was on set. Like, you know, a lot of people in his position, they eat in their trailer or mm-hmm. some private yeah, place. Yeah, they don't want to interact he, with he people. He came with his whole team. They came and they ate with the background actors. We over here, just we, we, we regular people. And yeah, that's the thing I think. Well, the only difference enjoy about the, Tracy is that I need you to hear this. Separate himself. He doesn't. But the only thing he did different from the rest of us was when we had to switch sets or go to a different location to shoot. Everybody else took a van. Tracy took his Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was making this shit up. A roll this white Rolls Royce Phantom pulls up on set, and I'm like. God, whose car is that? And they're like, yeah, that, that's that's Tracy's. When we go to the next shoot, he gonna take that. And we gonna take the van. I said, well, what we gotta do to ride in that? No, only, only Tracy. Only Tracy had his driver there. Sag points up, bro. I'm not even. I seen him, him out in Harlem just chilling in that white Rolls Royce. So yeah, Tracy's around, man, and and good energy. You know, just talking to regular people. He's at the corner store. What y'all want? So it's on me. Whatever you want. Yeah, he was just chilling in Harlem on like randomly on like one eighteenth, just sitting there, middle of Seventh Ave, and you're like, "Yo, this is kind of crazy." But yeah, people, you know, a few people who just signed autographs, took pictures with some kids. Yeah, that's and that's yeah. and that's. I never want to. I know people. I don't never want to leave the hood. Like I don't want to ever get that big where I can't come back and just you know talk to people. Like I love talking to kids. You know, talking about my story, my family, we immigrants, we came from another country. You ain't no different from me. If I can do what you can do. And people are like, man, you're amazing. I don't wish I could do what you did. I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah, because I think inspiration is just seeing people. Like, you just see people, you'll be like, oh, that's attainable. That's attainable. The only thing that's not attainable, and I'm sorry, I have to give you this Christmas gift. The only thing that's not attainable when you, you see a guy like me is height. I know Phil comes right. He's, he's, like, he's like, you know, one day I'm gonna hit that six foot mark, and he's like looking at me. He's like, yeah, you can do it. I can do it. Yeah, it is what it is. I man. give you hope, Phil, but I can't give you height. Give you hope. Players need a lot of people right now, and everybody getting caught up is above six two. So I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Even the replacements are six foot five. No, I'm a danger. Is what you trying to tell me? I, I, like I the replacement players ain't even 5'10". I don't got a hope. Even if I grew tomorrow. 
It is what it is. So you trying to tell me I'm, I'm more at risk because I'm taller? Okay. Oh, man. Well, actually, I think you're less at risk. You're not breathing the same air a lot of us down here are breathing. <laughs> that COVID <laughs> air is around 5'8", five, 5'9", five, <laughs> the average height. So you get up into the 6'2s, the 6'4s, mm-hmm. you kind of breathe in the same air. <laughs> so I'm safe. I can see it coming. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well... Um, I hope y'all have uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I'm going to put this out. What's the best Christmas gift you ever got? Best Christmas gift? I remember being a kid and my mother got us, and this is going to age me, but I don't care, uh, the Nintendo, the very first Nintendo. Oh, man. Come out Christmas morning. Phenomenal. All my friends are talking about how they want this Nintendo, but it was like $400, which was a lot of money at the time. It was absurd at the time to spend that type of money. Because nothing, there had never been a game for kids that ever nah, been. everything back then was kind of jumping jacks. What year right. is this? Do you know about Like 80, we got it in 88. 88? Right. So yeah, I'm two years old. So even you could speak on that a little more than I could. Yeah, the gifts you kind of, board games, Monopoly, Connect Four, things like that. Yeah. He-Man, the action figures were big. G.I. Joe, Transformers. That's the kind of... Them $40, things, $50 was a lot right, back then. Right, but... So then for them to jump it up with the entertainment systems, the gaming systems was like... Yeah. You spent $200 on my mom, My mother always tells me when she bought it, it cost like $300, which yeah, was like... Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of yeah. money for, for the 80s. That was a lot of bread. But let me tell you something. When I came out of my room and I saw this big box... You know, you get excited when you see the big box. You, oh, yeah. you open box. gifts, but the big box... Even if you get somebody a gift in a little box, put it in a bigger box. Mm-hmm. It just feel more exciting. That was a, more wrapper. You got to unwrap. I had a thing where I like to open the big box last, so I waited. I got. I went through like six pairs of socks, four GI Joe action figures, and two Transformers. <laughs> oh, you ripped through the socks. You know the socks before you even open it. Yeah, you, you like, can feel it. You ripped through the Thanks, Auntie. Thanks, Uncle. I always save the biggest gift for last. You ripped through them socks. And real we quick. we didn't get a ton of gifts because it was three of us, and so you know my mother was you know raising us by herself. Yeah. So we didn't get a ton. So I always my save the big box. Five, so. Yeah, Get we, to that. we got two gifts, kind of one big right. and one little. Right. And, so, and my Nintendo, we didn't get it for Christmas. I just kind of honestly, if I'm being honest, being that I was born in 86, video games just kind of always existed. If that, yeah. I'm sure that may not make sense to you just being even a couple years older because you go, no, I remember when we got. I don't even remember when we got. Yeah. My father was younger, military guy. Right. He kind of kept some Nintendo games and different stuff around so yeah i kind of remember i remember when we got sega mm-hmm. but i don't remember sega Nintendo. Yeah. i just remember they used to make me plug in the second controller yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and tell me i was playing and you know you don't know I what you're doing <laughs> and i remember getting old enough to realize uh, when i push up they didn't go up yeah so they set like, you nah, up up is jump and he didn't jump Dog, I just remember opening that the, the, the last box and opening the was of Nintendo. I lost my mind, dog. When I tell you that was where my love affair with video games started. What game did y'all have with that joint? We had Gyromite, which came with the robot, Rob Ooh, E. Gyromite, that's Rob deep. Rob E, the robot, which helped you play the game. He used to watch the screen, help lower the pipes that's so you didn't deep. get smushed. We had Super Mario Brothers, which came with the system. Oh, you said Super Mario, see? Most people, the new, us new kids, we call them Super Mario. Y'all call them Mario. 
That's a whole nother relationship. Nah, I, I, I think That's it's... like, nah, I knew him from jump. He's nah, my day one. I, just, I think it's because you're from the Midwest. Everybody... <laughs> Everybody in New York City Mario. Mario. Ain't nobody, not one person in Y'all hit us up online. Y'all let us know. Is it Mario or Mario? Some it's, people say tomato. It's not, no. Some people say tomato. It's not Mario. We're not marrying Mary. M-A-R-Y-I-O. Some people say Mario. It's not Mary. It's Mario. What did he say on the N64? It's me. It's me, Mario. Mario. He said Mario. You just pronounced it Mario. No, I did. I said Mario. Mario. Okay. Mario, Mario. We all agree on Luigi. Luigi, okay, yeah. But you had the duck hunt gun. We had duck hunt, yeah, we had the zapper. Nintendo has some things that I haven't seen done since. Remember the trackpad? Yeah, nobody you know how much money <clears throat> that's worth now? And your people underneath, if they live below you, God mm-hmm. bless. We'll mm-hmm. be like, yo, play that game in the day. Don't be on that trackpad at night. That, that's crazy. I forgot that that game is different. Oh, the remember the power glove? Dude. It's weird because they don't come back to it till the week. Yeah. That yeah. you're like, nah, you had interactive stuff from day one. You kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. Probably it was so many complaints from people, first floor yeah. neighbors of like, yo, get rid of that trackpad. Yeah, I think it's worth so much money now. But when it came out, it, it kind of got uh, panned. People didn't like it. And now everybody wants it. Yeah, the interactive thing is big now. You know? But I want to say that's the VR best. VR and even the yeah. metaverse that people are talking about. You go, we kind of, you know, yeah. with Sega 3D, Sega CD. We Sega Saturn, yeah. We're in that world at one point, dipped out of it and mm-hmm. realized, nah, it's best to just kind of analog and control that. Yeah. And now it's like, nah, come back to it. You have better technology now. VR porn and whatever you're into. VR but, porn. I'm just saying that to say, yeah, it's interesting because yeah, you've seen it come full circle. What uh, what was your favorite uh, Christmas gift? What did you <clears favorite? throat> Mine, two of them. Mm-hmm. One was I got Metal Turtle, Metal Head, the Metal Turtle. Remember he was metal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from the Ninja Turtles. The, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he was bigger than all. You talking the about Ninja Shredder? Turtles. No, you metal said Metal Turtle. Head. I just want to make Metal sure. Head, Metal Turtle. You don't remember Metal Turtle? Well, he might have been in one or two episodes. He just made a metal, and yeah, he was a turtle made of metal. That's really it. Like <laughs> that was. Your- I wish there was more. That was a good one. Uh, I'd say two or three years. Like, yeah, that's metal turtle. Remember metal turtle? He was just oh yeah, made yeah. Mech mecha turtle. Metal turtle. Nah, he shoot gun. Is mecha? That's metal mecha- head was his name. I thought it was mecha turtle. Metal head was his actual name, but yeah, metal head. Why did I think this dude was named Mecha Turtle? Nah, Metalhead, Metal Turtle. He was a Ninja Turtle, but he was metal. It was okay. Like a, almost a decoy clone type deal. Yeah. But anyway, what was that? What, the other two were one I had got Rock'em Sock'em Robots, mm-hmm. which they were Ninja Turtle. That was the brand. Those were dope, just fun. Like, do you ever remember Rock'em Sock'em? Yeah, I do. Rock'em Sock'em Robots, you could make them fight. Yeah, man, those were serious, you know, already in the ring, bam, 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 you and somebody just fight till one head's pop, bam, oh, popped his head off the top. Obviously, video games are always cool, but I feel like those are almost easy answers. Uh, Yeah, my mother always got me games for Christmas, man, it just, we were supposed to- You were in that era, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, where, yeah, that was Birthdays and Christmas, the problem (laughs) for me was my birthday's on the 20th and Christmas Mm -hmm. on the 25th of December. So I ain't getting nothing. But um oh, damn it is. 
babies. You yeah. them babies. Yeah, so listen, it's Sorry, not too late, man. listeners. If you want to get My me a... My condolences, man. Listeners, if you want to get me a birthday gift, feel free. I take, <laughs> I, I'm not going to give you my cash app. I'm going to tell you, just go ahead and mention me or give this podcast a like, listen, subscribe, and let me know. And I, that'd be the best gift ever. Unless you want to definitely want to get me something, in which case we can talk. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and I also got a pinball machine. It was an X-Man pinball machine. Full, full size? Or? Not full size, but it was big enough. It was maybe, I'd say, mid-size. It wasn't full size being in the arcade version, but it was a scaled down version. But it was so dope, man. And you felt like you were playing play pinball. pinball. Yeah, that is, that is a cool game. Whenever I wanted with the noises, with the lights, with the this and the that. I was like, yo, this is too good. Yeah, no, nah, that, that, this is some memories. It's just like, wow, I can't believe. Yeah. Waking up on Christmas morning, got a Nintendo, and we're just we're playing all these games, Kung Fu, and it's just... I went through the, the list of Nintendo games. Y'all hit us up and let us know. It's your favorite Christmas gift. What's the best Christmas gift that you ever got? Yeah, let us know the best. Let us know the worst. Yeah, what's... Oh, man. Just let us know. We want to hear about your Christmas. What's y'all traditions? We want to interact a little. We'll read some of that on the air if, if, if that's a thing that you're into or if you like anonymity. Let us know that as well, but... Worst, yeah. worst Christmas gift I ever got... Uh-oh. Was, That's hard to say. No, it's not. What they say is better to give than receive. But Avery's like, I was happy to get the present. <laughs> I was happy. Don't to get try it. to clean it up. No, no, no. But the problem was, it was a regift. I was like, must have been twelve, thirteen, and somebody gave me a shirt that was like two sizes too big, and I'm okay. like, why is the shirt so big? And you, like, oh, well, you can just grow into it. <laughs> I couldn't. You mean tell me you're gonna give me a shirt I can't wear for two years? You can grow in. No thanks. You, you, you gave me a shirt I can't wear for two years. When you were a kid. Yeah, or, it was. Uh, it was okay. this, It was a nice shirt. Well, but aunties and stuff, they will do stuff like it, that. It was they a nice shirt, but they give you a shirt at two that you can't wear till you're four. Exactly. I'm not gonna remember this shirt. Four, you can't wear till you're six. Right. What, what's the point? I, I like the shirt. Anybody but I, outside of your family, like, what you trying to say? I'm getting yeah. fat. What, what's the issue? Right. What do you see in my future? But I just remember so. looking at. Like, I can't even fit into this. It's too big. Yeah, oh, you're, worse you'll grow gifts. into it. You'll grow into it. I'm like, I can't say worse I have no bad gifts, really. People got a lot of good gifts, man. So, I mean, I think we could all agree, like, socks is like you didn't even try. Like, when, you, when your aunt, mom, whoever give you socks, you're like, you didn't even try. But I'll tell you now, I've gotten to the point where I love socks, too, now, because you always need socks. You kind of get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, you know Keep what? I've never away. had to buy socks a day in my life. I wear them till they get holes in them, and then the women in my life replace them. Yeah, they're like, no, you can't wear Mom, them anymore. Mom, aunt, yeah. whoever, daughter. Girlfriend, yeah. Girlfriend, Man, yeah. Your socks got holes. Just I get new ones. I your socks, and I smell your feet, and I don't want to smell your feet. So I got you smell-proof socks. They smell like bananas or whatever. If you mm. rub them together, they smell like bananas. <laughs> That's interesting. So, yeah. So, so. Yo, let us know what your favorite Christmas gift was and your worst. Even if it's a lump of coal, I'll yeah. take that, baby. Now, no, I, you are nice. I have a, a Christmas gift I want to give to listeners. Today is the return of Betty White. I know Phil has been waiting hey. on this. Long time. Let's guess what all right, color these criminals are. White folks be committing crimes too, but y'all they don't do talk about be, it. Bro. All right, so we're gonna, we are bringing Betty White back. 
And we'll do some advice too if we have time. We got nothing but time. I've got time. I don't got to pick nobody up. I'm off the hook. It's a Christmas special. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt. We're here. We're here. Where can they? Where can they? Where can they? Have some eggnog and listen. Tune in. You don't like eggnog? No eggnog. I used to work at Bassman Rock. What the hell is a knob? When I was 16. I know what an egg is. What's a knob? We had this good eggnog ice cream. I'll say that. What is a knob? Eggnog is ice. No, no, no. no, no, It's like milk. Not milk. milk. I know what egg is, but what is a knob? That's the problem I have with what's in it. Not sure. It's all egg, milk, cinnamon. But don't be nagophobic, bro. Try some of that. And maybe. Nah, you know what I do because maybe you'll be the grandma that's getting ran over by a reindeer. West Indians don't do eggnog. We do no. co- coquito. Coquito. That's See, what the like Spanish the people call Spanish it. People, right. Or the West Indians. So that's really just eggnog, ain't it? Coquito. It is, but the West Indians call it punch and cream. It's not a... Punch and cream. <laughs> right, They're like, no, nah, let's break it down. It's yeah, not punch and cream. It's punch and cream. Yeah, that's so, what it is. So you got different names for it. But that's it's, what you mix in together. It's basically I definitely eggnog. heard the coquito where you like, well, yeah. coquito? Yeah. Oh, the Dominican, yeah, Puerto Rican, that's what they yeah. call it, but Trinity, it's really just eggnog. Yeah, it's pretty much they call it punch and so cream. Every, everybody everybody got, drink it, everybody call it something different. Yeah, everybody got a different name. They call it punch and cream. Punch and cream, yeah. <laughs> They're like, nah. Yeah. I don't know what nog is. We don't know what that means. This is punch and cream. Yeah, the drink is punch and cream. And drink up. That's exactly. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. But that's how they say it. Punch and cream. Punch, punch and cream. It's actually punch the creamer, but Trini's called punch and the punch the creamer. I'm punch sure Elephant cream. Man probably got a song about that. Punch, punch and cream. cream, rum and Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's how you think we sound, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just yell that out. It just came out. Of, just came out. He could have controlled it. New York. I've been on Flatbush Ave too many times, man. That's that's the vibes. Rum and Red Bull. Right. Listening to some elephant, well, man. You ain't you ain't doing. You ain't saying nothing. Well, y'all stay tuned. We got segment two, but I don't know though. Uh, coming up. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're going to go out with Phil singing. Go ahead, Phil. I'm drinking rum and red food. I don't even That's know. Terrible. Stop. People are going to be like, bro. They're going to boycott. We're going to, yeah. Your band, boycott. do not come on Flatbush Avenue, bro. We, we're going to beat you up. Hilarious. We're going to be clear. You completely disrespected hey. us on that one. So well, we'll be right. what it is. We'll be right back. Because he's still chewing, I'll come in this segment to give him a break. Was that chopped cheese? Was that chopped cheese? Mm-hmm. Yes, welcome back to the holiday Christmas edition. But I don't know, though. We call it that because we give advice on the show as well as have some fun. But you should know that we are not experts. We're not advice experts. We're not, we're not trained in giving the advice. The opposite of experts. The ants, ex, what's, the, what's the opposite of experts? I don't even know that. Oh, we're just perts. We're just perts. We're not experts. Something like that. Yeah, we're the opposite of experts. Yeah, opposite experts. We don't know. We we have opinions. Uh, no, we don't you know. know. Hitting up the bad business yeah. bureau. What is it? Better business bureau. Can you just say bad business bureau. Bad business bureau. That's, that's acceptable. That in that's my mind. that's it's acceptable. It's the better business bureau, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm be hitting them up. Talking about Avery and Phil told me to do this to my wife, and that it would bring her back to me. Turns out she left, and now she wants. 
She want half. the money that she wanted before. She want half. And I'm on child support. Don't be doing none of that. Mm-hmm. We just, we tell you how, like, we think you should move. And then you should probably, being that we not experts, move opposite of that. But, yeah, I mean, you but could, we don't know though. I know. Take some of what we say. Take what we say with a grain of salt. You Take know what I'm saying? Two grains of salt. Two grains of salt. Uh, one what is gra- that? One even? grain if you diabetic. That's about to say. Oh, high blood pressure. High blood pressure. pressure yeah, yeah. yeah. The gout, okay. Just maybe just do Splenda. Don't even do salt. Do Splenda. Yeah, yeah. Do Splenda. Do salt or just sugar. Just sugar. Oh, so no, if you have high blood pressure, so just no alternative to sugar no. or salt. It's Not, just like you, if you do salt, you do salt. That's true. That's it. You're on salt. High blood pressure. That white powder salt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you listen to what we say, that's on you. You, you know, we, we just we just out here talking. I mean, listen, hear what we say, mm-hmm. but maybe don't listen. Yeah, do, do what you think is best. Do what you think is best. Like they say, you know, you can take advice to the heart. Mm-hmm. Like, take ours to the liver or maybe the kidney. Something less important than the heart. Because there's people out here living without a kidney or a heart or... I take, all right, all right. Take, 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 take it to the gut. Everybody's got a stomach. Take it to the gut. gut. There you all go. Right? You shouldn't even have no gut. That's right. on you. Shame on you. But also today, what we're doing is we bring it back. You know, we, we had to let 2021 run its course. I can get some more of these for you. And I got Betty White is now returning. Phil has eagerly yeah, been... Yeah, our new segment where we, where we try to guess the race mm-hmm. of the criminal who done the thing. What if they're white? That what do they we say? They do allegedly. If they white, we say Betty White. You know, like the Golden Girl, baby Betty White. Yeah, I bet he, I bet he white if you slow. What if they're black? What do we say? Couldn't have been us. Like usually, I'm shaking my head. I'm in disgust. Of like that brother did this during February. Ain't no way. This was during February. Ain't no way. <laughs> Somebody stole seventeen watermelons. And I f- <laughs> with, a <cat laughs> with a white woman as the getaway driver. <laughs> ain't, ain't no way. <laughs> and then we got to figure out for all the other races. Um... Uh, we usually just say that sound like some others, and it usually do. We usually. Sound like some others that we gotta be like, hold up. Now. All right, so they broke into a pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't sound like us. Mm-mm. Are you uh, are you ready for your first uh, case, Betty White? Ready. All right. So pizza sauce helps cops arrest suspected car burglar. <laughs> All right. A messy situation helped authorities bust a crime spree, thanks to a smear of sauce and a pizza box. Sheriff's deputies were able to take 38-year-old Dewey Smith into custody Wednesday. He's accused of breaking into at least two cars. The break-ins were reported uh, in the morning, and when searching the first car, they found what appeared to be marinara sauce on the interior (laughs) of a car door. An empty pizza box was found further down the road near another car that was broken into. A wall that was missing from the first car while a 9mm and old concealed weapons permit were taken from the second car. (laughs) An acquaintance of Smith reportedly told officials a suspect stopped by her home the night before asking if she knew anyone who wanted to buy a gun. The suspect allegedly took a box of leftover pizza from her garbage as she left. Oh, wow. Detectives say they found Smith walking on the street after he had used some of the stolen credit cards at three gas stations. During his arrest, the 38-year-old told deputies, you got me red-handed. 
It's also a comedian. Ah, with a sense of humor. Smith was charged with armed burglary of a conveyance, burglary of a conveyance, four counts of fraudulent use of credit cards, grand theft of a firearm, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, theft, and dealing in stolen property. Phil, what say you? We eating pizza off the garbage. He's a convicted felon, used a firearm, ran the credit cards, told him, but he didn't put up no fight when it came to arrest. Caught me red-handed. That sound like some of us. We always clowning and cutting up when it ain't. <laughs> we always got a joke or two. Yeah, that sound like a black man. That it is a like black man. Dewey Smith is a black man. He got charges. Dewey Smith. Yep. Yeah, that's some of us. But, but, let me defend the brother real quick. Good. Convicted felon. Yep. Can't get no apartment. Can't get no this. Can't get no job. Can't get no that. It's like, what choice do they leave you but to be out here robbing people and eating two-day-old pizza out they trash? Out the trash can. God bless Now, brother. this next one isn't a crime, but I just felt it's so Mary wild. Hold on. Let's not leave. No, you skipped out. We forgot the marinara. We got the marinara sauce so on the table. He he took her mm-hmm. credit cards and stuff. Yeah. Then he took a pizza out of her garbage. Yep. And then where where did they find him at? Near her house? Well, yeah, he he. Some of the credit cards he stole, and he used them at a gas station. Ah. So they tracked him to the gas station and just. Even with somebody else's gas, we probably still was only putting six on pump one. <laughs> we still acting like we don't know if we're gonna be here tomorrow. I don't know if I'm gonna have this car tomorrow. I ain't gonna lie. My sister, I gave her the key. She wrecked one of my cars back in the day, and I had just filled the gas tank, and I've never filled a gas tank since. What? So. Even Yo, with stolen I, credit cards, he's still probably like, shit, let me get like 15 on one, man. Yo, I always fill up the gas tank because I worry about something happened like Katrina happened or what was the one that hit here? Sandy. Sandy, Sandy hit again. Crazy. I was, and I then was, you, you can't get no gas, I so I always fill Sandy up. happened. I was just starting around then. And yeah, them gas station lines was wild. No, I had gas in my tank, so I wasn't worried. Almost, I, I seen some people out there throwing down. I was here at this pump. You seen me. Them lines was crazy. They were. Yeah, man. Let's get on to the next one here. Uh, no, so, but let's talk about. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we got we we they probably could have smelt your breath and just knew that was you. I know we like, got a three day old pizza. We got a lot to do today, right, Phil. Let's we. Go. I want. I, I'm there with you. I want to hang I'm with you. The marinara sauce. Crazy, bro. You could have smelled it. Th- you could, why not smell anchovies? Well, we had it two days ago. Right. Get you some your last meal free anyway. <laughs> Don't even want nobody credit card. Right, right. All right, let's keep it moving. We got a lot because we still got to do the advice. We still got to do advice. Let's go. All right. Now, this next one, it's not uh, exactly a crime, but I just thought this was so good that you, 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 you'll be able I'll to enjoy, you'll enjoy it. this. All right, let's go. This, uh, a man to use $1 million lottery winnings for new toothbrush. Yeah, when people win the lottery, they usually buy a new car, look for a new house, or even go to an extravagant vacation. One man has different plans. This uh, Brian Nelson won a million dollars off a scratch game, and the 26-year-old took a trip to claim his to claim his winnings. His fiance of one month was also at his side. You won't believe what he's most excited about buying with his winnings. 
Man said, I'm just looking forward to upgrading to an electric toothbrush and splurging on a good pair of flip-flops. <laughs> he didn't say what he would do with the rest of the money, but at least he's thinking about his hygiene. Reporters say Nelson bought the winning ticket and at a store, a gas station. Uh, yep. Okay, and that's, that's it. He's going to use his money to buy a toothbrush. Shit to be a millionaire with stank breath. What do you think? Uh, man, because he had just been with the girl for one month. And I think any of us would have been like, well, about that. Get on. Get lost. Uh, I'm going to go with Betty White because he worried about a toothbrush. I'd have been brought the Cadillac. I'd have threw them things on there. You know, some 22s, some 24s. Grown men, you know what I'm saying? So, based upon what he was worried about, he sounded like he's gonna be out here being frugal with his millions. So, Betty White, yeah, so you're correct. It is uh, Brian Nelson, okay, Brian Nelson that hit the lot of got a one million dollar scratch off. He said she was with me before I had this. I feel like she knew though, maybe she the good luck. She was with him before he had an electric toothbrush. That's love. Now I need to see your teeth. It's like, how clean are your teeth? That's the first concern. (laughs) I gotta get an electric toothbrush. Ryan Nelson, where he from? I bet he better move up out of there. He's from uh, North Carolina. Well, you better get your ass up out of there, boy. Your family Uh, coming. They gonna want double wide trailers, not single wide. Phil, let's keep going. I got an even right. better. I've saved some of the best ones for the for end. Two. Let's be real. You are. You are. You, this is the first so time ever. This first time ever. But don't. You eat three day old pizza out of the garbage. Don't. Can. Listen. Don't get too cocky because I'm about to. Right, I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to. Yep. With this one here. About to throw me a monkey. Yes, sir. Wrench. Deaf Florida man caught using sign language to threaten woman. <laughs> <laughs> And how she know? She deaf too? I don't know. Maybe. But she might be like, why he's, why he's shaking his head like that? That don't look like no sign language. <laughs> a man was busted for threatening the life of a woman with sign language. Cops arrested 35-year-old Robert Sowey um, for allegedly sending a menacing video text to a woman on September 28th. Okay. I'm trying not to laugh. Yeah, it's kind of In the footage, Sowey reportedly describes sign language... <laughs> I'll kill you, okay? I'll kill you. Uh oh. The victim told police Zoe, who is deaf, believed she took his mail and got upset with her. Authorities learned a landlord filed an eviction lawsuit against Zoe and his ex girlfriend for not making rent payments for several months. The woman says she feared for her life, but her relationship with the resident was unclear due to redactions in the complaint. The <laughs> deaf man recently moved to Florida. From Michigan, where he has a criminal history of domestic violence, assault, and resisting police. So he was booked into jail on a felony charge. His bond set at 10000 as he awaits trial. Damn. Did they read him a sentence in sign language, too? He must have. So is he deaf? He's deaf, yeah. Can confirm that? Mm-hmm. Damn, imagine having to tell a deaf man, because you know he didn't hear it. Like, you heard that? That, that was... Like when the gavel slams, he can't hear that. You gotta like. So the judge has said, "Hey, they pull him over. Oh, they read him his rights. You have the right to remain silent. I said the right to remain. I said the, <laughs> the the right 
He's like, I was gone. Do that. <laughs> now, wait, is that deaf or mute? That's mute. He's, no, he's deaf. He can't talk. He probably can't say that no more. That people are mute. But no, I don't, I don't think mute is a thing. I don't think Man, mute is a listen, thing. If it ain't a thing, I just gave him my idea. They'll be down here by tomorrow anyway. So, what race is this guy? He's deaf, but he sent, he sent this woman a threat mm-hmm. in, in sign language. Mm-hmm. Man, that sounds like some of us. Because we like, we gone. We're going to get through to you. We don't care if we got to send it through a translator. We don't care. You know what I mean? What does we say? I don't care how you get there. Bus, plane, train. You can take a bus. You can take a plane. So, yeah, we don't really care how the message get there. But he got to have an interpreter, too. I'm going to go with that. That's some of us, man. That's some of us. We done that. Mm-mm. Oh, that's a white boy. White boy. White boy summer. Hey. That's right. He's, boy, he looks like he threatened somebody he and did. called him the N-word, too. He sure does. Oh, wow, they got that in sign language. Yeah, of course. They got sign. What? What? You know what? I would like to see the yeah, N-word in sign language. Dumb on the sideline. You'd be like, what is they doing? <laughs> yeah, but did you see the one that didn't actually know sign language? There was one in Africa, and he, he didn't know uh, sign language. He was making up. He was just... <laughs> He said, look, when you lie on your resume, but still get the job. Keep going. <laughs> hey, Biden just lied. He said, man, I'm not giving y'all them student loans. But it was just. And it's like, y'all should have known. Biden been in office as your VP for years. When has he ever talked about student loan forgiveness? When he heard Bernie was doing it and saw it was working. That's when. Anyway. Who's never lied on their resume? Can't even be mad at Biden. I'm mad at you. You were stupid. Anyway, up next. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So he threatened <laughs> on the bitch. Hey. So I'm assuming the person the person who got the message had to be also uh, deaf, deaf or, to understand it. Because he's looking at it like, why is he flinching like that? Is he having a seizure? And they sentence him? Mm-hmm. We had to show it to one of our friends. What is he saying? What are they sentence him? She said he's going to kill you. He's, it, it hasn't been, he hasn't been uh, determined. determined yet. He got a $10,000 bond. But he got charged with what? Menacing, threatening, you know. Oh, okay. Shit. Trump, you should come on the news and threaten us every day. <laughs> I ain't even... <laughs> Threats? That's illegal? All right, Phil. We got one more for All you, right, and then we're going to move on to some advice. some advice. Save the best for last. Man yeah. arrested after throwing a G at woman. A G. No, literally... Taking the letter G. Okay. And uh, a man appearing for arraignment ended up behind bars again after violating the letter of the law. (laughs) (laughs) Authorities arrested 26-year-old Jordan Thomas for allegedly battering a woman at a courthouse. But what he used was the bizarre part. An arrest report claims Thomas took a signage letter from the blackboard in front of courtroom three (laughs) and threw it at a woman. The letter G ended up hitting the victim. Thomas was being arraigned for a misdemeanor charge of battery, reporters say. He was accused of attacking a woman in in September. Officials say they caught the chaos on video while they were in recess. The 26-year-old is being held without bond. He faces charges of battery and violating terms of his pretrial release in the prior case. Um... Some wild assaults have occurred before in the in, in, in this courthouse. A woman was handcuffed for throwing a plate of chicken at her boyfriend. A couple found themselves behind bars for throwing spaghetti at each other. <laughs> spaghetti. Eddie spaghetti. A 
I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti. Wasn't that last week we talked about Eddie Spaghetti? The guy didn't like being called that. That's why I was on my brain. All right, I'm sorry. What was that one? <laughs> I, I got through half of it, but then I heard that and got distracted. Was it the liquor? It's a liquor. Oh, I, mean, um, I, I think it's just me chilling. Like, it's just, you know, I'm well, drifting. What do you think? You gotta tell me. I just what read was the story. That the end of it again. That was the I end of it. I heard the beginning of it. He, he's gonna, be, he's gonna be brought up on additional charges. He's gonna be brought up on additional charges. For throwing the letter G at someone. Hold on now, because I didn't quite understand what you read. Okay. He he had an actual letter G. He took so he took the letter G off the the blackboard so the at the courthouse. No, no, it was an actual he took letter it off G off the blackboard at a courthouse. Yes, I think so I like think, a magnet yeah, letter. Just and some threw it. Just threw it and hit somebody. Or hit the victim in the face. <laughs> I, uh, is G for guilty? Because that motherfucker is. I mean, when you're down there for assault, you don't want to assault somebody while you're on trial for assault. Yep, and it was the same person he was there on trial to yes. see through the letter G. So that letter G is definitely for guilty. Uh, hmm. I, I'm going to, hey, that sounds like some of us. Of just <laughs> like, you know what? I'm tripling down on this whole thing. Y'all got me down for here for assault, so I might as well assault somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with that some of us. Yeah, sure is right. There you go. <laughs> he threw a letter at us. What is his name? His name is uh, Jordan Thomas. And I knew he was guilty. It's probably spelled with a G. G O R G. J J silly. But if if I would have read you the name of the girl he threw it at, you would have known it was her name was Shantaria Roll, and I was like, no, I'm not Shantaria. Yeah, that's some of us. That's some sort of debate or argument about child support and whatnot. Battering. Okay, yeah, I get that. Damn, homeboy, you got to chill. You can't be... Like, when you show them the type of criminal you are or the type of violation, like, you're down there for it right in front of them. It's like if you're down there for weed possession and you just spark a blunt mm -hmm. outside the courtroom. And it's like, you know we can see you, right? What are you, do what are you doing? <laughs> We can smell you, more importantly. So, uh, yeah, you're definitely guilty, and we're going to tack that on to your violation. But he just couldn't control his anger and just was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to just talk this G at you because you need to know. <laughs> this is where you stand with me. Yeah, he definitely doubled down, tripled down, possibly. Sure did. Guilt. When you're willing to do something to somebody in front of the court. In the court. In the courtroom. I'm guessing they handcuffed him after that. I'm like, yeah. It kept him away from all the alphabet letters. <laughs> yeah. Too bad he didn't throw that elemental P at you because that's there you go. five letters, you know. What the I mean? vowels, you know, yeah. He would have tossed that to the elemental P. He tossed all the consonants at her. He would have done. Did catch it? Did it hit her? It, it caught her. She caught it in her face. You know. Oh, ouch, now if this was if, so yeah, you can be battered. Bro, if this was wheel of if this You're was down wheel, there for battery and you batter a woman. If this was wheel of fortune, he'd have been all right. Pat Sajak, I'm like yeah, he's getting into the oh, game. He's getting into the man. game. Get get a consonant, throw over him with a vowel. He's extra guilty though. He didn't try to hide it. He didn't lie. He did it right in front of him. Wham! She said, "What now?" That's crazy. Yeah, man, that's wild. Yeah. He threw the letter G at her. Alright, so now we're going to give y'all some more Christmas gift by helping people who need advice. All of the advice questions today are taken off of Dig 
dot com, and I think it's it's a very good website. They're not paying me to the say this. Yeah, we'll throw the D at you. There you go. <laughs> Where did he get these letters, and why did y'all let him have access? It was on a blackboard. Yeah, you know, one of them. He just must walk by and see. You know handcuffed. I mean, these are what handcuffs are for. <laughs> Threw the letter G at her. He should have been throwing the F R double E at the judge. Free me, please. Are you are you ready to give advice, oh, Phil? I'm ready to give advice. Phil's don't throw the letters at people. Whatever you're being charged with, don't do it right in front of the court. If they say you battered a woman, probably don't batter the woman right in front of the court. It's not gonna help your case. Threw the letter G at what a That one was free. You, you know, if you, if you can't afford a lawyer, come see Phil. They threw a cell block C back at you. <laughs> Number C, letter C. If, hold that. If you can't afford a lawyer, I hope you come see Phil. He'll get you. He'll get you off. Phil will get you C-E-L-L-B-O-F- off. C E double L B O B L O C K. Phil Phil is going to be Johnny Cochran for a whole new generation. You'll save some lives. Not. Whatever you down there for. Um, if you got a, this would be without mentioning. If you got a suspended license and you down there about some licensing, don't drive yourself to court. All they got to do is look at you and go, Avery, who who drove you down here today? <laughs> and they can tell by that like two second pause. Oh, uh, uh, check his pockets. If he got the keys, then we got to arrest you, brother. You don't have a Let's license. See. You haven't had one since 2014. You don't need a it lawyer 20, on retainer. Come see Phil Hunt and he'll get you out of any Come problems on, you got. Come on. The lawyers here at Phil Hunt and Associates care about you and your Real case. Simple. You, they got you down there for child support. However much they say you all have it in your pockets. Just <laughs> right there. Just If you lose, just, just hand it over. If they handcuff you, they'll find it in your pockets. Just know, just know that if Phil is your lawyer, you probably going to jail. If you got Phyllis lawyer, you going to jail. Don't come down that high. These should go without saying, but some of y'all kind of slow. Mm-hmm. What you mean I had possessed weed? I mean your eyes are red. Some of the people on these weird crimes have actually called the cops. Remember the one guy who called the cops because the guy sold them bad drugs? <laughs> right. Hey, 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 I just dropped you gay guys some fake drugs. What were you trying to buy? Well, normally I buy normally I buy crack. Sometimes I buy methamphetamine. This guy went to I bought crack over and I took only one crack. <laughs> one crack. That is a unit of measurement, folks. Um, all right, Phil, it's advice time. We're gonna ask some questions again. I told y'all we're not experts, so First question is we not accepting that last case. Yeah, that was please don't commit the don't crime do and then do the same crime in front of the courthouse. Make make them work to figure out what happened. Don't make it just easy. It's like, all right, well, that's a damn good police work. No, it's not. He just did what he did in front of you. <laughs> Everybody saw it. Feels down there for shooting somebody. Don't hand the judge your mixtape mm-hmm. about shooting somebody. There you go. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Go ahead. I know 50 said, what did he say? Play it for the judge, the jury, and the DA. Uh-huh. I'll play, the DA can play this motherfucker tape in court. I'll kill you. That is a song by a man. Don't, that works for him. It's not going to work You're for You're not you. 50. You'll end up in it's jail. It's not going to. Jigga Kelly not guilty. Where is Kelly? Guilty as hell. Mm-hmm. Ass in jail. Y'all chill. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's do this advice. All right. Is words with friend a form of online flirting? 
My wife is borderline addicted to words with friends, and it's causing me concern, in addition to creating some strife within our marriage. It would be one thing if she were only playing with other female players, but she also has an ongoing game with the former male classmate, which I consider to be a form of online flirting. Would you agree, or am I overreacting? I still work, and my wife is retired, so when I'm ready for bed because I have to get up early... She's wide awake and ready for late night games with friends. Uh, late night game. One in particular. I have suggested repeatedly that she go to bed when I go, but she says she isn't sleepy and is a late night person, so she stays up until 1 or 2 a.m. playing words with friends. This continues to cause disharmony in our marriage, and it's something I have a hard time accepting as permissible. Doesn't say, but she's retired, so they gotta be. She's retired, so they're old. Older, yeah, it's probably their sixties. I mean, if she been yours for forty years, bro, like, shouldn't you be more in the space of just letting her do? Now, here's the issue, and here's the thing: I always believe in what they say. Don't get mad, get even. Mm -hmm. Find you a woman friend, and you play some words with friends too. Now, she pipe up to say, "What you doing?" Now now you can lay the issue on the table and say, hold up now. You've been playing words with friends with Frank. And I get you ain't seen him since Pearl Harbor or whatever old ass event that happened back in the day. The Spanish flu. So yeah, I, don't get mad, get even. Find your female friend of a certain age, play with her. And, and, and yeah, if she lets that happen, then you let that happen. And until she says... Oh, what you doing talking to Ann or whatever old ass name? Uh, give me an old name. Ethel. 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 Or whoever. Then, you know, until she say, what you doing talking to Miss Doris about or, or Bertha or give me another old ass name. Uh, Betty. Betty. Betty White. That's a good name, yeah. That's a good one. Gertrude. Gertrude, yeah. Priscilla. Priscilla. You yeah. were talking to Priscilla. So yeah, you find your Priscilla or a Gertrude, and you play with her until she get mad. And if she don't get mad, then y'all even fucking. Yeah, I, I don't. And then find you another girl and play with her until she calls you out. I don't think words of friend is a flirtatious game. I you just think it's a that. game because it's I think, like Scrabble, right? Yeah, pretty much. People get addicted to these phone games. Sir, you need to go and go hang out with your friends. If she wants to game. play, it's. There's something wrong with being too addicted to games. You gotta take a break. Now listen, but the word addicted. Now spell addicted. A D D D. A D addicted. Dick is addicted. Mm -hmm. So see, that's the problem with that. She addicted. I ain't supposed to be addicted to no dick but my dick. So again, <laughs> yes. Don't get mad. Get even. What was you saying? I was just gonna say, if you're that concerned with her playing online, just maybe put. This is gonna sound wild, petty, but like put restrict. If you pay the phone bill, put restrictions on it so she can't download or play certain games. Change the password. Do some petty shit. I mean, you let her play it, but just say to her, because y'all both retired, ain't none of your lady friends still alive that you can play with. Yeah. Ain't, ain't a Betty, a Becky, a Susan, a Ann. <laughs> ain't none of them old bitches alive that you got to play with. Uh, this this motherfucker, what he old man? What his name? Hank, Larry. Oscar. Percival. Percival. 
<laughs> I just don't think him playing it. You play too much is a problem. But if just go go out, do your own thing. I think I agree with you Phil. You got to play with Mister James maybe, maybe every night at twelve. It, it, maybe spend more time at the strip club you if that's Mr. your James, thing. What sort of words he spelling? Hmm. Wet. <laughs> w e t t. What what's up, a man. what's a good thing for him to like co- like go to the strip club or spend time at the bar? Nasty words. Erection. What Phil? What do you think he should do though? Should he go? To, how should he get back? Go to the bar? Go to the, the strip no, club? No, just we just said it. Do the same shit she doing, but play with a female friend. And like I said, when if she gets jealous or pipes up to say something, hey hey hey, now you playing with Mister James every night? You and Gary. So yeah. Okay. Don't get mad, get even. Yeah. I agree, get even until she realizes, hey. <laughs> get even and make, maybe in that she'll realize, oh, okay, maybe I am being a little unfair and playing with Mr. James every night. And he up his spelling all sorts of nasty mm-hmm. words. Missionary. <laughs> Doggy. And, and then trying to be like, no, I'm talking about like a religious missionary. No, you're not. Shut up. Uh. Next question, and uh, I'm going to wrap this up because I can see where we're going with this. We have some. Next question is, I wish this phone, there we go. Uh, Am I wrong to expect my colleague to be available for meetings at 8 a.m.? Whew, early. Yeah, 8 a.m.? I'm yawning just thinking about it. My department works remotely and we each choose our own set hours. So long as they are within an hour or so of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. My colleague has chosen 8 to 5. However, I try to schedule an 8 a.m. meeting. He says it's too early. And a little later is okay if I don't mind him eating breakfast. Yeah. He says mornings are hard because of his morning workouts. He suggests meetings at 9 a.m. And my old-fashioned thinking colleagues should be ready to work during their work day unless their calendar is more busy or out of the office. Hmm. So... We're living a different lifestyle because we're all affected by COVID. Everyone's working from home. Everyone's at home, working at home in their, in their underwear, get, getting a, uh, getting in trouble because they're masturbating on camera. Yeah, um, you know. That's so the, the truth of the matter is, if it wasn't a pandemic, you would be at work at 8 a.m. for this meeting. Otherwise, your ass would get in trouble. So... I don't think it's wrong of you to think that. I think you need to change your thinking, however, and realize that people are at home and no one's up before the crack of dawn for a trip to the to couch. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everyone just rolls out of bed and gets straight to the to the business. That's too soon, though. It's like, let me log on. Let me see what my task list is for the day. And I will say, as someone who's reacclimating to working again, mm-hmm. it's hard to gym after you work. So it's like, nah, gym first, then work, because, yeah, it's hard to do it opposite. By 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you're kind of whooped. You're, you know, full of other people's concerns and issues. And, yeah, I get where he's coming from. Let me get up in the morning, eat something, Mm -hmm. work out, get my juices flowing, have my coffee. Then we'll have a meeting. You know, you catch me at 8 a.m., it's like I woke up at 7.50. Just the clock in. Yeah, wash your face. I don't even know what I need to be asking you or what I need to even be reporting to you. So I'm all for letting people wake up and have 
their coffee and get their ears to I, I honestly think we need to rethink the work. <coughs> There's places in Europe where they have a four-day work week and mm-hmm. their weekends start on, like, Thursday. And they work 10-hour days they work, and they yeah. found people are more productive because you don't look then look at your week and go, I could do that tomorrow or I could do that tomorrow. And people are happier in their family life because they have three days to spend with their family as opposed to two. Mm-hmm. And even of those two, we all know we sleep in on Saturday until and sleep in on Sunday until. So it really winds up feeling like I had one day with my family. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I am opposed to, I guess I'm more on the worker side of, yeah, let him wake up, have his coffee, eat his food. Yeah, and get, get right and then come to work with the fresh. Yeah, have nothing to be thinking about later. And like I said, I think that's good to get those early morning, get those toxins out your system and be active. But I, I also think we need a new work week. Like This, yeah, this 40-hour work week is it. trash. It's people, archaic. People are still working well over 40 hours. And since they, you know, switched, you know, and since the pandemic, a lot of people haven't been working. They find that they're happier. They're spending time with their kids. They're able to pick them up, drop them off. Of like, what were we doing that for anyway? You know, I guess the industrial revolution happened, and we just got so locked into nine to five, nine to five, nine to five. I say so for me personally. I was doing yellow cab before the pandemic as the cabbie. We got here in 2012 around Hurricane Sandy. 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. is the cab shift. 5 p.m. The night shift is 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. I would say to some of the guys that I drove cabs with, of like my partners, of like, yo, y'all want to do maybe 7 to 7? Nope. 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. You go, bro, I don't wake up till 7. I get my coffee. I'm in the car by 8. That's already three hours off my shift gone. I've been doing Uber now for a month. I wake up when I want. Obviously, you got the uh, alternate side parking. Sometimes that's more like your boss than you ask. But it's better because I can sign in when I want. And there isn't this archaic 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. or 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. that you just go, neither. All right. So, yeah, so, I think a lot of times we're programmed or locked into these things that got set in place during the Industrial Revolution, so, 1970, 60, So we're, 50. we're split on whether or not we agree that this meeting should be 8 a.m., but we both agree that they got to change the work system. Decide for yourself. Because the way I took it, it sounded like they're all starting work at 8 a.m. That, that it's like... Well, that, the guy who writes the letter is the one who's complaining. Like, hey, work starts at 8. Where is everybody Yeah, at? but to have a meeting first thing in the morning is silly sometimes. Because you go, bro, my brain ain't even on. Nice number on what, board. But I'm, what I'm saying though is if there was no COVID, he would have to be in office for this meeting anyway. At 8 a.m. Okay, that's, that's all I'm point, saying. But yeah, I think it's... I'm more of a fan of midday meetings. I used to have a job in retail, and yeah, they would every morning at 8 a.m. and you go. So if the sales associates don't get bonuses, then you do. Why am I at this meeting? You're just telling me about money I ain't made. So, you know, to hell with you and your meeting. Also, I'm sipping my coffee. And you go, like, yeah, it just was a a nuisance and, Mm -hmm. and an annoyance of like, 
I, you know, and they would try to sing songs sometimes. And, Come on, let's get in the spirit. Sell, sell, sells. And you're like, bro, I just clocked in at 7.55. It's 8 a.m. My eyes are barely open. Like, eyes cut are the burning. shit. Cut the shit. So, yeah, I'm more of a fan of let's Let's wait till people wake up. So, wait, you're not a morning person. You shouldn't be having no meetings before 10 a.m. I'll just say that. So, like, what, what I'm saying is you're not a morning person, huh? say that it's just are we talking about important information early in the morning that's mm-hmm. silly you know when all the data shows you people perform better later you know in the day 10 a.m 9 a.m 9 a.m is pretty early even so yeah i almost i don't want nobody talking to me till 10 a.m hmm. you can talk to me after 10 i have my coffee usually got my coffee by about 7 8 a.m yeah okay. You can talk to me around 10, dog. Don't come giving me all this important information that you think I'm going to remember at 3. I'm not. So, yeah, I, I think sometimes it's better for you to just, as a boss, uh, acquiesce to others' demands for your own personal of, like, do you want to be talking and talking about data and stats and ain't nobody listening? And people are drifting or sipping their coffee and going, wait, what did he say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're an ass if you want to be talking to people or leading people at 8 a.m. Right on the dot of like, I don't hear you, bro. I, I'll hear you at 10, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with the... Despite what I just said, I'm I'm good with the morning meetings. But I don't... Uh, I think a midday... Uh, I think a midday meeting is uh, better... Because, you know, because then you don't got to, everybody's there. You don't got to worry about people being late. You know what I'm saying? Not but, um, I'm a morning person, so it doesn't bother me at all. I like get up first thing in the morning. I get up first thing in the morning. I'm like, like yeah, I'm ready to attack the day. Like Let's go. De- that we define ourselves as such. I think everyone who got up that morning is a morning person. I could disagree more. There's no such thing if, as really a night no, person. No, like, no, 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 no. If you're not up at 6, 7 a.m., you're not a morning person. If you're supposed oh, to be but up... Oh, come on. That's unreal hours. That's, that's, that's the life. You ain't about this morning you know life, saying, Phil. But I don't like people that even define themselves. Oh, I'm a morning person. I'm not. It's like, we're all up. That doesn't mean... No, no, no. People. It's when you're up, Phil. That's the difference. And your mood as you're up. But I'm just saying... It's when you're up that matters. Like, okay, you know how they say if you start your car, you're supposed to let it run? No. No, no. just hear me out. I hear what you're saying. Go ahead. You you start your car, you're supposed to let it run in the winter. Mm -hmm. Give it five minutes or so before you, you know, let the oil get into the engine, get down into them pistons. You know what I mean? People are the same. And it's like, let people wake up. Let people look at the newspaper. Or, you know, the news on Twitter. Whatever your oh, routine bro. is. Listen, I'm Let not calling you... some coffee. That's your oil. I'm not calling you a morning person if you don't get up till 11 o'clock. That doesn't make you a morning well, person. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm that, saying... That's just, the difference listen, between me and that on. person. That's I'm what saying, I'm saying. Just because we up don't mean you got to do all that loud-ass talking and stat. That's what a morning person does. That's, that's not the point. Morning person shit. You're that's up. You're awake. Person. You're happy. You're chipper. Hey, I'm ready to work. You're like, you you take that energy down. I'm you're not an up yet. Annoying person. You know I'm not awake. Bro. Then your ass should go to bed sooner. 
That's no. the problem. Yeah, take your now ass I'm to a bed. Child who goes That's to bed right. At 9 take your ass to bed. Get your full eight hours, and you'd be nah. up at eight o'clock in the morning like me. Just because we're up. Old, means old, you got to be doing the most. Old grumpy ass feeling. Let me work out my task list. <laughs> kind of give me a debrief me of what we about to go into for the meeting. Job starts Let's at 8. Let's start the around uh, 9, 30, 10 ish, bruh. You know mm-hmm. I'm not up. Yes, I'm on It was the like, clock. I'm up, but I'm not up yet. I woke up, yeah, but I'm, I'm not up officially till 11 Shut o'clock. Up. Come on. Come on. Wake up. <laughs> What do y'all think, man? Do you do you guys are y'all morning people or do you do you like a late afternoon meeting? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram. Up in the morning on me need to be talking and chastising people and talking about numbers and putting up pie charts. Let us know on Instagram. Uh Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Phil that matters is that we got up at eight AM. Where can anyway, they where can they find you, Phil? Y'all can find me at I am Phil Hunt. Just don't DM me before ten AM. I <laughs> promise you. Bro. <laughs> I'm not reading it. If even if I read it, I'm gonna read it with a different type of vibe or mood. Let me have my coffee, let it sink and DM me. Basically basically he's cranky in the mornings until he's I'm had not a chance. Even cranky. That's what that yeah. is. That's you cranky. Start you let it run. We're people, we get older. It's the coffees what? are oil. Let the oil set. What for what a happens if you don't joint. what happens if you don't let that car run? That car don't work as well, right? Yes. I'm cranky. The car be temperamental. There you go. Not really cranky though is not the word. You're cranky for not understanding that others need that time to wake up. If the if the tick thing says eight a.m., that's the time you gotta be at. Yeah, like, that don't mean you need to be doing all that unnecessary ass talking early in the morning. Tell me not that interested. You see that on our faces, so don't just don't do it. I don't think a good leader would talk to you before ten a.m. of like, bro. Let me let them have a coffee. Let them let them get acclimated to their death. Mm-hmm. Let them start on their task list of what, you know, this is the direction we're moving towards. And for them, this is the thing, too. When you talk to people as soon as they get to work, it's like, but I haven't had a chance to do anything or even to tell, be able to tell you, here's where we are on these things. That's part of being a grown-up and working a tough no, job, no. man, okay? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying, you non-morning person. <laughs> want to thank y'all for listening to the show, and I'll be up at 8 a.m. reading the comments, but Phil will see them later this afternoon. I'll see y'all at 10 a.m. like a fucking regular person, and even <laughs> if I see you, I did see you. Please have a safe... Happy holiday, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Sleep in. Sleep in. You know, yeah, sure. Shit. Santa's the only one who'll be working an overnight shift this holiday, I hopefully. Can check his Vax card. If he's vaccinated. <laughs> if he is. <laughs> if he's triple vaxxed, because that's the new standard, which to hell with you. Um, I'm not triple vaxxed and I ain't getting it. Listen, y'all, we're going to do one more thing. Maybe we'll do like uh, a New Year's. Uh, resolutions special yeah, episode, something like that. and Why we'll not? we'll start twenty twenty two off fresh with some new ideas. For, but I don't know though. Maybe we'll get to the comedy show. Maybe we'll get to uh, it's gonna happen, but that's why I don't like announcing things. And then people, the pod, we'll get to the podcast too. At some point. This guy. Anyway, yeah, but we don't know though. You know, we we think we know. Pretty sure we know. Yeah, like, we, don't talk to people yeah, yeah. before 10 a.m., but we might yeah. not know. I don't know, though. Y'all know what it is. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see y'all next And, uh, yeah, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. That's all from us. Peace!
Ho, ho, ho. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the co-host of What I Don't Know, though, Avery Mason. And did you like today's show? Two hours. A lot, right? Talk for a long time. But I feel like it was highly entertaining and y'all liked it. Now, what I'm here to remind you about is a subscriber contest, okay? If we can get the show to 150 subscribers, then one of our lucky listeners will win a Nintendo Switch. All you have to do is be subscribed to the show, be following me and Phil on our social media channels, and I'll remind you, mine is Avery Mason Official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter, and Phil is I am Phil Hunt. Make sure you're following us. Make sure you send us a message, hashtag, but I don't know though, B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O, put that hashtag there, maybe make a comment about the show, and that's all you need to do. If we can get to 150 and you do that, then you might win a Nintendo Switch. Good luck. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next week on But I Don't Know Though.